You're listening to Mysteries of Histories. Today, we are covering the Banshee, a harbinger of death in good old Ireland. So what was this creature? And could stopping her prevent a death? And of course... Welcome back, Commander. This is... My house tells... Mysteries. Ah! Fact, fantasy, and history have come together to tease the imagination. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Hello and welcome back to another episode of Try House Tells Mysteries of Histories. Today, we are heading to Ireland, where we're going to talk about the Banshee. The Banshee. Also known as any of my exes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, somebody had to make that joke. Oh. <laughs> had to get Sorry, in there. Kevin. Were they all Irish? Because this is a Irish-specific thing, my dude. No. <laughs> yeah. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. It was, the joke was worth it. The joke was worth it. <laughs> the Banshee is a monster of Irish folklore. She is depicted as a fairy-like creature and is said to look like an old woman with flowing red hair, pale skin, and gray hair. Her wail usually signifies death. According to belief, according to belief, the screech of the mystical Banshee is said to be the harbinger of impending death of a royal, a noble, or a clan chief. Uh, what about like a regular person? What about can it predict regular people deaths, Matt? No, because they don't matter. What? Ah, wow. That's what the people wanted to know, dude. <laughs> Fuck the one percent. Only they can. Only the. Only they get to know when they're gonna die. Only they get haunted by banshees. Down with the one percent. <laughs> Down Boo. with them. Boo. No, actually, oppression. Oppression. <laughs> also, you said she had red hair and gray hair. Very confusing. Dude, now yeah. Kevin wants to cheat. Now Kevin wants to cheat on his wife with a banshee, Matt. Good going. Pretty yeah, much. I put that in. I it. put that in because there are so many descriptions of what banshees look like that they all contradict each other, like anything in folklore. Yeah, like anything in the cryptid nature, right? Everybody's like, "Well, it looked like this." Well, this one had huge bazongas. Well, this one had a dick. Oh, come oh on, no! Man. All banshees ah, definitely <laughs> have big boobies. If I if Dude, the yes, anime has uh, taught me one. anything, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> banshees have big <laughs> boobies. Dude, I I read that all banshees have. Sixteen inch dicks to fuck you with, and that's how they kill you. Is that true, Matt? Uh, no. <laughs> All right, I made, it up. I made that up. I made it up. Imagine, dude. Oh man. He went from saying bazongas for for tits to <laughs> if, if people have eighteen inch dicks to kill you, dude. Imagine that was a cryptid. They had an eight like there's like a, the, it appears, and their dicks are always eighteen inches, and then they fuck you in the ass, and it destroys all your intestines, and you die. Oh I'm my be god, honest. dude. That is the most Coming next week to Mysteries of Histories. <laughs> the anal Jack Hammerted. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay, so we got past that bullet point. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> Just so everyone's clear, uh, all banshees are that's the one thing that they all are. They're all females. All banshees take a female form. So you don't have to worry about 18 inch dicks. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> Dude, what's up with this banshee creator being so sexist, dude? Uh, well, no, no, man. I know, like the the ones we the, the witikos could be boys or girls. You know, that was very gender fluid Neutral. and whatever. Fluid, dude, yes. The witiko is a is a is a PC cryptid. Let's just put it like that. All right. That is yeah. humans. <laughs> yeah. That is. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> what are the origins of the banshee? Well, there's some pretty dang good evidence that the Banshee got its origins in early 8th century in Ireland. 
It most likely stems from a woman's lament, which was a song often sung by a woman for hire during a funeral of a warrior or soldier. This woman was usually paid in alcohol. Yeah, well, obviously, because this is Ireland and the Irish haven't changed over a thousand years. There's oh still a God. whole bunch of drunks. Oh my God. Of they course, paid, I'm kidding. I'm, they what? paid some fair lass in alcohol to sing. Like, <laughs> oh, that's not Irish. I, I honestly don't know what is. I know, and it was so fucked up because during this time, the Irish church was in Ireland and... Um, Pretty much they were running the Ireland and the barter system was completely outlawed and was like, it was a I'm sorry, did you say running the, the Ireland? <laughs> running the Ireland? <laughs> he did, but I was going to let it go. Oh, no, I just thought it was so funny. They were running the Ireland, bro. They were running it hard. <laughs> the Ireland. So oh. the whole barter system was completely, it was considered a sin uh, by the church. And since the ch- church like ran everything, it was pretty much like outlawed. You were technically punished in the eyes of God. So when you traded liquor for services... It, it was thought that you had a curse put on you and that when you died, you would become a banshee. Ooh. Pretty, pretty rough. Pretty rough times yeah. for women. Because, <laughs> like, men didn't turn into banshees. Yeah. You know, what do they have to worry about? Fucking eating, drinking too much whiskey, eating too many potatoes. What a charmed life they lived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had to worry about 18 inches of ghost flesh, baby. Oh my god. <laughs> um I'm so sorry for you younger listeners. 18 inches of that undead schmeat. <laughs> doesn't get any less horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> we also odd. don't have young listeners. I'm the youngest listener and I turned 27 on Friday. All right. No, Matt doesn't I'm, even listen I, to these. <laughs> Matt is younger. I edit these. I know, but then you edit it and you pump it out, right? You don't listen to it again. Okay, no, my that's, point. That's true. My point has collapsed. It was built on a house of sand. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, I'm the youngest listener, and you're defiling my virgin ears, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, defile those virgin. <laughs> Damn it! I turned into the hormone monster. If you guys ever watch. Um, oh yeah, dude. I, I you sounded like off, every guy in any hentai. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Matt watches a lot. Ah, he surveyed the field. No, tentacles, tentacles. I, I Man, just, we I, just for scientific purposes, I, I have to just see, because we have a podcast about current culture, and hentai is a part of that current culture. Anyway, yeah, we can move on. We love Dig Japan, this hole baby. a little deeper. Yeah. <laughs> the weirder you are in real life, hopefully you'll be less rapey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what they say, like, with Japan, like, they're so... They have such insane things in their anime and their media and their hentai and whatever. But, like, they have, like, in their, their crime rate has, like, the lowest sexual assault and rape, like, in the world. Or, like, it's really low. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they get at all their strangeness. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode, wow, guys. We'll see you next time. Fascinating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's where we're going to end it here. You learned yeah. about banshees and a whole lot of other things. <laughs> you know what the banshee is? Stay safe in quarantine. Uh... <laughs> Dear God. All right. Next bullet point. (laughs) So there are other uh, more non-occult explanations of what the Banshee is. Because a lot of this is like people would hear these screeches in the night that would be this the wail of the Banshee. But there are other fairly good explanations for what this wail was. And that is that it was the simple cry of a barn owl, which would just screech in the night. What a lame excuse. Yeah, that's super. <laughs> yeah. I mean, owls are cool. I've never seen one in real life. I feel like I would enjoy it. But barn, I think barn owls are massive, right? They're like, I think they're pretty. Well, 
I don't know. It's in the name, Kevin. I don't think the they're like massive. Barn. They're like That's gigantic barn owls. No, they're oh, like. Okay, they're, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I don't think they're that big. I think they're they're brown. I think they're like a foot and a half. They, oh, they barn owls were scary. I'm um, sorry. Faces. Did you say they're, they're in 18 Harry inches, Matt? Did you say? Oh my <laughs> god! god. Damn it. <laughs> what? Uh, so maybe barn owl is a euphemism for. Some of that ghost flesh monster. Barn owl screeching in the night. Okay, so encounters with the banshees, what we're hitting up next. Uh, since a banshee is mostly known for their shriek far in the distance, seeing a banshee is something entirely different. Legend has it that if anyone were to ever see a banshee, they would instantly turn into a puff of clouds, leaving no evidence that they had ever been there. What is this, dude? It's like a Disney movie. You see a banshee, you turn into a puff of clouds. Someone looks up in the sky. There is grandpa. Wait, on, would the man. banshee turn into no, a puff of no, clouds? No, yeah, sorry. The, that was not clear. The banshee would turn into a puff of clouds. Oh, because you say, oh. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be a cute cloud. I'm all right with that. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was like the opposite of Medusa. Like, you look at the banshee, you turn into a puff of clouds. You're like, ah, fuck. You're like, you're like ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Why did uh, I look at the fucking bench? <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'm sorry. It's so amusing to me. <laughs> uh, so, w- one thing that is important to note is that no matter how terrifying the cry of the banshee was, the Irish never believed that the banshee was ever directly responsible for the deaths that followed. So that's nice. So yeah, she so what, that wasn't inherently okay. evil. Yeah. Like it was gonna happen anyway, and she was like, like all women, she just knew everything, and she was like, by the way, <laughs> just saying, dude. See you later. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> there's so even funny, reports dude. that uh, banshees would serve noble individuals. So, like, I guess work for them crying out as a way to protect them from approaching death rather than the shrieking after the death, which I guess is kind of contradictory to our previous yeah. statement. Yeah. But I guess... Well, because there, there are some things where it's like, if you can get in the way of a banshee and her... Like kind of like her. We're gonna get into it a little bit later. Let's just let's okay. continue on because yes, there there. It's just it depends on which region we're talking about because there are different types of banshees throughout Scotland, Ireland, even into France and Brittany. One of the most prominent and intact stories we have of this mythical creature takes place on February twenty first, in fourteen. 14- 37 when a seer predicted the assassination of king james the first of scotland committed by the duke of athol not long after the king found himself trapped in a sewage system and was fatally injured maybe people believe this seer was in fact a banshee though she did not wail like her kin so everyone thinks that this seer was the banshee interestingly enough this sounds a hell of a lot like oblivion you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude yeah, I um, love Oblivion. But uh, this doesn't really fall in line with the other accounts that the Banshee turns to vapor if she's ever seen. Mm. Unless, I mean, maybe the Banshee could, con- could, you know, could control turning into a puff of clouds or not. Incon- inconsistency. No, dude, I but know. it does sound like fucking King Uriel the Septum, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta protect the king, baby. I've seen you in my dreams. I've never played <laughs> Oblivion. All right, creep. You I know why Kevin hasn't played Oblivion? Because he's too busy playing Rocket League and Final Fantasy and, and making money and games. Grand Theft Auto. 
and Grand Theft Auto. GTA, bro. Dude, GTA. So I saw it the other day that I was like, man, I need to clear my mind, you know, in all this quarantine. So I took a long drive in GTA. <laughs> wow. That is <laughs> but it's hilarious. Did dude, you actually you can, do that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you can get you a can sunset drive in, bro. You can see, you can drive to by Santa Monica and like, you know. Yeah. All the haunt. You can go up into Chatsworth and fucking see a bunch of hillbillies like in real life. It's crazy, dude. Now that I've lived in LA for wow. so long, because last time I played GTA 5, I had like just moved here. Yeah. But now, after like living in the city, driving around in GTA 5 is like, oh my god, this is yeah. this entire city. I know. And you get to just have revenge on every single person in LA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You fucking assholes. Dude, I loved, um, whatchamacallit, like the, the purple, like downtown. Like that kind of purple yellow playground area. Mm. I love to just like do hella cheat codes and go on a rampage with like RPGs and stuff and just kill everybody downtown. You know what I mean? I'm and like, that's a look oh. into Jeremy's psyche. It's satisfying. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. No, it's I'll send you guys a clip of some stuff I did in my GTA stream. Oh my god, <laughs> you're gonna you're you're seriously going to think I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> so there should be like a, just like a bitter actor videos of a bitter actor like just killing people it's like yeah you fucking booked that commercial over me now you're fucking dead <laughs> yeah, exactly. I haven't booked anything in two years and you guys have now you're all dead check <laughs> 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 W um. woo, 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 woo. it's like I'm not good enough for the Best Buy ad <laughs> alright tangents yeah so across Ireland the qualities of the Banshee wavers differently as we've said in Leinster in Lanster, it could apparently shatter glass with its whale. In County Kerry, the banshee had this sweet-ass melody that was more pleasant to listen to than, like, a screeching whale. Um, and her form was not witch-like or frightening, but was of a beautiful young lady. Ooh. In County Tyrone, which is a place, <laughs> the banshee's <laughs> whale. Oh, my God. Where are you from? Tyrone. All right. Tyrone, baby. If you don't want to tell me, that's fine. You don't got to start saying names. <laughs> yeah. Make up shit. So in County Tyrone, the banshee, the banshee's whale fucking slapped, like oh, literally, shit, literally <laughs> like boards slapping against each other. Oh god! On Rathlin Island, the sound was twofold. It was like a woman crying as well as the screeching of an owl. Damn, dude, these are like weird, complex. These are like those Peruvian throat singers, where it's like two sounds at the same time. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah, those. <laughs> or like the Mongolian throat singing. Yeah. Here's my belief, man. If you're a creature and you're making two sounds at the same time, it's too complicated. You're messing up the folklore. Bring it down to one song and just help us digest what you are. You know what I'm saying? That's just yeah, my yeah. I know it's controversial, but that's what I believe, you know? <laughs> so, wait. So, for the listeners out there, the song about Mongolian throat singing is Wolf Totem by The Who. Interestingly enough, the Banshee was said to have integrated into royal and noble families. So she would actually be a member of their family, letting them know if one of their deaths were immediate. If you thought the immigration to other countries would stop the Bantry, you would be wrong. She would often travel with the families. Jesus, why, what is their fascination with these, these witches? Trailing I think it's them actually kind of cool. Like you have pretty much like a seer in your family that never dies, tells you when you're about to die. That sounds pretty dope. Especially if also you can stop sounds it. like a slave, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it seems like they were more like because they were protecting noble and royal families. It seemed like she was more of like a like a protector spirit. Got it, got it, got it. Not like we were using them. Understand? Yes. Sorry, that was white guilt coming in there. I'll let that go for the rest <laughs> oh my of this. God. Uh, Just trying to learn. 
So Ireland wasn't the only Celtic country that believed in the Banshee. Uh, in Scotland, there is a similar tale of a woman in green who lays out a winding sheet, like those that they use at like funerals of royals or nobles, and she washes it in the river, oh, so domestic, signifying their impending death. Like, oh, fuck, she's fucking washing... Oh, I can't do a Scottish accent. But they're oh, washing it in <laughs> oh, the great. fucking river. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guess what, I'm going to fucking die. Um... <laughs> Uh, or sometimes people see her at the riverbank washing the clothes or armor of those who are about to die. Oh my god, that'd freak you out, huh? Like, how the <laughs> yeah, fuck did she, she get did my armor? about to die because you took her, yeah. their armor. I know, <laughs> my fucking clothes. I'm vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, in Scotland, they call it. Also, for the listeners, I went to Scotland one time and I fucking like, was a volunteer at a fucking hypnotist show. And the, um, That's sick. During the, whatchamacallit, the Fringe Festival. And then people like were entertained by me because I made it to the end and they were like this group of four Scottish kids they wanted to take a picture with me I look like a midget oh my god they were all so <laughs> tall and they must have been like 16, 17 anyway supposedly she can't be stopped or she can be stopped which means that the death of the noble may be postponed so if you stop the banshee you keep the noble alive meaning that contrary to what we said earlier she actually might have a direct effect on the death of the individual and if you can get between the Banshee and the river, get some fucking Dennis Rodman defense going on, and you ask three, <laughs> you can ask three wishes of it, and if and only if you can answer three questions truthfully. So don't come to the Banshee with no fake shit, bro. You gotta come with your A truth game, and possibly she might turn into Genie from Aladdin, according to this bullet point. The Banshee also shows up in French folklore as lace something I can't pronounce. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, Lavenderes? Les Lavenderes. That sounds very Lavendere. Spanish and not French at Lavendere? all. It might be Lav- Le, uh, Lave- Le Lavendere. Lavendere. Yeah, you know, if I say it with a French little Pierre, you know, I'll be great. <laughs> uh, and more specifically, in Brittany, as the night washerwoman. In Brittany, like, uh, in this version, it is three old women who go to the riverbank at midnight to wash the shrouds of those who are about to die. These midnight washerwomen are believed to be connected to three Celtic goddesses of death and slaughter. Ooh. Ooh. Similar to Scottish Sorry. folklore, the women are green and have webbed feet, which is why they are also called night ducks in Breton folklore. Oh my god. These sound yeah, terrifying. So, yeah, it seems like the French one is a little bit different. It seems like the Banshees are actually directly involved in the deaths, is what it seems like, of of the, the royalty. A little bit. It's, they sound a little bit more monstrous. Yeah, especially since they're, they have a connection to the three Celtic goddesses of death and slaughter. Yeah, yeah. Though they are not always old women, the the three washerwomen uh, are always pale as can be and is stronger than should be given their size. They're like chimpanzees, dude. They're like chimpanzees. Yes, That's how we die yes they're just like chimpanzees. <laughs> uh, they always wash some piece of clothing of the soon-to-be-deceased in the river and often ask those who pass by to help them clean them, breaking the arms of those who do and killing those who refuse. So, so wait a minute. If you if you help this, this old, pale woman, <laughs> you get your arms broken. But if you don't help, you get killed. Okay, wow. Sounds these- like every woman I've ever met, eh, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Calm man. down, dad jokes. <laughs> uh, we uh, we got to help Matt get love, find some less toxic women in his life. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever run into a banshee, you help the woman clean those clothes or else she will kill you. 
Most specifically, if you go down to help the Banshee wring out the clothing and you twist the sheets in the same direction as the Banshee, your arms will be caught in the sheets and will be ripped out of their sockets. But that's not all. Fuck, dude. You will also be pulled into the sheet and die instantly. But that's mostly in Cornwall and Wales. So just like, don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, dude. Dude, I don't give a fuck, bro. The Banshees are are wild. Sorry? The Banshees are wild. I know, right, dude. Fuck getting killed by dying in a sheet. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, how did he die? He fucking got caught in a sheet. It fucking. Uh, <laughs> it, it was never, so it was never seen alive again. I know. Like, what <laughs> the fuck was it in a laundromat? Was it going through like a compactor or like a what the fuck? What do you mean a sheet? It's like I don't fucking know. He's by the river and he fucking got tangled. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he got drunk, had... passed out in the river, and somebody made uh, folklore about how he died. Yeah. Uh, um, his mom never taught him how to wash sheets. Sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it must have been a banshee. Yeah, it was a mystical force, not the fact that my son was a dr- was a raging alcoholic. No, no, um, no. Oh my god, dude. But so on the on the flip side of that, if you if you were to twist in the opposite direction of the banshee, then she would be forced to give you three wishes. So, There's listeners, three wishes again. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you uh, if you're paying attention, twist in the opposite direction of the banshee if you ever have to help somebody wash clothes by a river which i will admit doesn't seem likely nowadays life must have been such shit back in ireland because like all of their folklore like it wasn't it like if you find uh the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow it's like it's like oh everything's everything will just be so much like it's almost like they're projecting their wants and needs oh it's escapism they're like yeah exactly if you find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow everything will be happy yeah, like you'll That's be because rich. they're so sad. Oh my yeah. god, the poor Irish. But, but also, it seems like even the positive shit is still sad. Like it's like you really can't actually win that hard, even if it goes yeah. well. You know, it's like damn. But maybe, bro. but maybe the pot of the, maybe the you know finding the end of the rainbow. Maybe that's like a a story that really means like follow your dreams and like yeah. go out into the open, into the unknown. Yeah. And you'll like find why everybody wants into the unknown. Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry. Like why everybody wants to leave Ireland, bro. Like exactly. fucking Bono. Yeah, like Bono got his pot of gold. Conor McGregor got his pot of gold. You know, everyone in America got their pot of gold that has Irish ancestries. Yeah, dude, it's true, bro. It's actually a dude. It's a, it's amazing, man. Exactly. You know, for all of the flaws and imperfections of America, like the increased quality of life that it's given so many people who yeah. came from awful poverty like it is insane man you know yeah not that ireland is now complete poverty right oh you know but better the people in ireland do not like the youth in ireland my little brother's in ireland uh he just graduated literally like a week and a half ago if you can call it graduating because of the situation we're in yeah um he graduated from university of limerick and he says that everyone in ireland all the kids want to get out of there they they yeah. like they pretty much view Ireland as being like a dead end country. Like there's no yeah. you can't go anywhere. I feel yeah, like that's like, every no college student ever though. The people were saying that at like my undergrad. I mean, granted, I yeah, went but, to Cor- it was Corpus Christi, but no, no. dude, yeah, yeah. Uh, places like America, places like Australia, people want to come to these places. Still, you know, America. Some people are a little more scared these days, but. Overall, like, because, like, one of Monica's great friends uh, in Australia, he was there for a while. He is Irish, and he, like, hates that he had to go back. Like, he hates being there, Mm. you know? 
And he's also a gay dude, and his options were much more rife in Sydney, if you know what I'm saying, bro. You know, he was finding those quality oh Aussie buttholes, I guess. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, um, uh, it... You better watch out for that 18-inch ghost dick. <laughs> oh, my God. He's he like, where that 18-inch ghost dick at? <laughs> yeah, he's like, yo, this is much better than the Banshee. Um, but, yeah, no, it is, <laughs> oh you know? It's wild. Dude, Ireland can't get a break, man. Like, it's just like, uh, it does seem like a dead end for a lot of people where it's just like, you know, has beautiful scenery, very kind people, uh, and so, they have like... Such kind people. Yeah. And they have like offshoots of, whatchamacallit, they have offshoots of like Google and Facebook and stuff, but yeah. beyond that, dude, you know? I think it's like, there's something in like the, maybe it is just being like college age, you know? And, but yeah. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. All the Irish listeners right now are like, fuck these guys. No, dude, they're <laughs> like, they're fucking guys. speaking to me soul. Trying to get First the fuck of all, out they're butchering my yeah. accent. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I really do sound like that, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my but, um, you know, oh, hey, watch Irish. out. <laughs> watch out for banshees, guys. Watch out for banshees. So bringing it back to the Banshees, the Banshees are said to be the ghost of a well-known soul or to be a spirit who is merely taking human form as a messenger of the underworld. This is uh, kind of the Brittany French folklore. Um, Interestingly enough, Banshees don't show up much in England. However, there are stories of spirits that linger around like lonely pools. Moving on from the folklore to modern day Banshees. Do they exist? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. Well, if you thought, answered your question. <laughs> if you thought that the superstitious belief in the Banshee died out in medieval times, you would be wrong. There were reports as recent as June of 2014. It all started one night when a woman thought she was being catcalled, even though she was within her house, when the catcall soon grew into a wail that pierced her ears. It seemed like it was getting closer and closer. She checked outside her window to see what was making that noise when she spotted an old woman standing out in the open, in the dark. Her head was cocked back, mouth open, shrieking to the sky. After some time, a police arrived at the scene and checked the area where the witness had reported seeing the woman, but there was no one there. Interestingly enough, it was the police officer himself who suggested that it was a banshee sighting. Because later that night, one of the witness's family members died. Isn't that nuts? Portents of death. All right, so now we're in the eyewitness accounts of our section. So the first eyewitness account is really just me complaining about the show The Dead Files. I don't know if you guys know that show. It sucks, okay? And I'll tell you why. I also just want to say that this must be a good one because Jeremy had 10 eyewitness accounts. And before this podcast... He had to cut five of them. <laughs> and I kept so the dead files, baby. this one's got to be good. I gotta, it better be good, Jeremy. <laughs> it is, okay? I got to let you guys know what an awful misrepresentative show this is. You can't trust the networks. They don't report true information. So the dead files. So they went to Carmel, New York, first of all. But I just thought it was so funny because, like, you know, Matt lives huh. in Carmel and they were in Carmel. But anyway, yeah. so this episode was supposed to be about Banshees. That's why I watched it. And first of all, they're not even in Ireland. Strike number one. 
All right. And then one of the girls investigating is like a female psychic. And she's like, oh, a woman appeared at my bed and she was white and transparent and she really hates me. But then she goes and she also had two men with her. Uh, none of these stories of banshees have men with the women, with the woman. And there's another guy who reported like he thought there was a banshee haunting his like the basement of his establishment. And he said she was pushing th things off the table, pushed him from behind. She was causing chaos, you know, and she tossed him with a whoosh one time. He's a fat 280 pounds guy. And he and she was wearing an 1800s dress with a big puffy hat, you know, kind of blondish, etc., etc. And I was like, yo, none of these things, none of these behaviors are what the Banshees do. Because if you see them, they're supposed to appear, I mean, disappear in a puff of smoke, etc., etc., and like moving. Yeah, none of and them haunting. were like particularly violent like that. And where, because the only violent ones were the ones that were down by the river that were washing the, the, the armor and the clothing and the sheets. Right? Yeah, that would just kill people. But so this one is just, uh, oh, it's a woman in a basement <laughs> who doesn't want, you know, doesn't want him to get any work done. It's like, okay. And so, and, and then uh, at another point, the female psychic started talking about the ghost of a man. And I was like, what the hell? I thought this episode was about banshees. Why is she talking about some soldier and some dude now? So anyway, don't watch Dead Files. It doesn't give you the real true facts about cryptids the way that we do here on... Uh, they, they glorify it for their... their their sheep audience i know i i just imagine you know they look like real people i just imagine them after every scene just high-fiving like we fucking got that take who wrote that script <laughs> that little bit about pushing me i'm 280 pounds that was a good that was a good one guys good one real good anyway <laughs> uh now let's get into some real stories uh matt or kev whichever who wants to take the the cork double banshee yes so this is the cork double banshee a, a video shared by the Cork Folklore Project features the voice of Willie Good explaining a terrifying incident that occurred many years ago on the night his neighbor passed away. He was a Willie Good guy. Oh my god, I'm not going to read this <laughs> with an accent. Oh my god. Okay, you have to. All right. Please, please. First, Kevin. I heard a disturbing noise. I initially thought it was cats outside my house. After a few seconds, I knew it weren't no cats. The noise would move, go out to the front of the house, then around to be back again. Man, this, is, this man's speaking in circles. Uh, this was going on for a full quarter of an hour. Eventually, it stopped. I went to bed and fell asleep. Well, that uh, was your pointless. Irish accent just oh, tickles my funny bone. I should say your attempt at an Irish accent. It's, fuck you. Funny bone. I've never had to do Irish. That's not true. I've had to do Irish so many times. It should be way better. <laughs> uh, so the next morning, he learned that both of his neighbors, a father and a and daughter who lived just a quarter of a mile up the road, had passed away during the night. What? A father and daughter both died? Willie thought... He, yeah. Oh, God damn it, Jeremy. Willie thought he must have heard a double banshee when several banshees appear at once, warning of the death of someone great or holy. So then we have another story by a man named Patrick Farrell. Or Farrell? <laughs> no relation to Colin. Actually, maybe he is. Who knows? Or Will. <laughs> Colin Farrell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let me just get to my accent. Hello, dee dar dee dar Oh, it's ready. It's right. ready. It's, oh, it's ready. Oh, it was a beautiful moonlit night in December. Business having detained me until a late hour, and not feeling weary, I determined to have a short stroll this night, being gloriously fine. On my return, I was astonished to find my greyhounds trembling violently, the cold sweat actually dripping off of them. For some reason, I sought in vain for a solution to this strange occurrence, he wrote. After some time, 
I heard coming from a bush in the middle of the small paddock at the back of my house a long, low wail, and after some time, the most piteous sobbing I'd ever heard. Being then a disbeliever in banshees, ghosts, goblins, fairies, leprechauns and company, I was glad of an opportunity to test once for all their genuineness. He set out alone with his stick to investigate. Among the shrub, he saw a deer, milk white, and sobbing in the most heart-rendering manner. Farrell watched for five minutes and then took a swing at the animal. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? He's like, I'm going to watch this thing for five minutes. And then, you know, he, okay, he probably like tried to just move the stick through the animal or something. Oh. Well, yes, the stick passed through space. But I heard such a scream as I hope and pray shall never fall on my ears again. Farrell fled the scene to later discover that his cousin in Australia died the same night. Interesting. Isn't that so weird? So he didn't see a woman. He saw a milk white deer. Can alcoholism cause hallucinations? (laughs) This is Ireland. Speaking of alcoholism, talking Uh, about Ireland so much just makes me want to drink. (laughs) <laughs> you're like where's my jameson bro oh my god that's so funny man all right so this next account is about the o'grady's from the memoirs and we just want to say that we do not oh, think yeah. that everyone in ireland is an alcoholic it's just a oh, lovely stereotype of course not of course not <laughs> but if you are an alcoholic in ireland we understand you know we, we do understand. yeah we get it we get it yeah i'll, uh, I'll take a shot for you yeah. When you were in your early 20s, you probably had aspirations of getting out in the world and doing something, and now you've realized it's never going to happen. And, oh. uh... <laughs> oh my god, you motherfucker. You gotta make the best of it. Uh, so here's a story about the O'Grady's. From the memoirs of Lady oh, Fanshawe. I know, the, the old O'Grady's. Oh, it's the old, the O'Grady. The O'Grady bunch. <laughs> uh, so in 1642, yeah, it's an old-ass story, right? It's real history, baby. Um, so her husband, the, the husband of O'Grady, Sir Richard, and she, right, the, the, the wife, who, O'Grady, Mrs. O'Grady, they chanced to visit a friend, the head of an Irish sect who resided in his ancient baronial castle surrounded with a moat. Yo, this was a time That's of castles sick. with moats. Um, at midnight, Damn, she was awakened a by a ghastly. And so, wait, sorry. I said, I want a moat. I know, dude, that'd be so cool. If I, I just want spaghetti in my mouth, though, so I can always eat spaghetti when I'm hungry. So she was awakened. Oh, my God, what? <laughs> you got to boil that moat, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Make sure that shit is al dente, baby. Um, yeah. A ghostly and supernatural scream. And she looked out of bed, beheld in the moonlight a female face and part of the form hovering at the window. The distance from the ground, as well as the circumstances of the moat, excluded the possibility that what she beheld was of this world. The face was that of a young and rather handsome woman, but pale. And the hair, which was reddish, Kevin, keep your boner down, uh, <laughs> was <laughs> was loose and, and disheveled. And the dress, oh my which Lady Fanshawe's terror did not prevent her remarking accurately, was that of the ancient Irish and I read that, and I was like, what the fuck does that mean her dress was of the ancient Irish? Was it made of, like, four-leaf clovers that were, like, tied together? Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God, Kevin. <laughs> 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 A redhead wearing nothing but four-leaf clovers. My virgin um, ears. 
This apparition continued to exhibit itself for some time and then vanished with two shrieks. A quick little, ah! Uh, <laughs> similar to that, which had, it was her gang call. She was like, I'm about to kill, I'm about to kill some motherfucker. <laughs> Um, and so in the morning, with infinite terror, she communicated to her host what she had witnessed and found him prepared not only to credit, but to account for her superstition. A near relation of my family, said he, expired last night in this castle. We disguised our certain expectation of the event from you, lest it should throw a cloud over the cheerful reception which was your due. Now, before such an event happens in this family or castle, the female spectre whom you have seen is always visible. She is believed to be the spirit of a woman of inferior rank, whom one of my ancestors degraded himself by marrying, and whom afterwards, to expiate the dishonor done to his family, she calls to be drowned in the moat. So What? I love that story. That there was you a good have find, Jer. That's Wait. a cool one. Thank you. So this guy, so they're like, yeah, it's one of my old relatives. He married somebody who was below his rank and then realized what he had done and drowned her in a moat? Yep, and now she's out there getting revenge on people in the castle. And I'd in the be moat. fucking uh, getting revenge too. <laughs> this is some bullshit. Class times. This next one is school, boy. So a curious incident occurred in a public school in connection with the belief in the banshee. Okay, one of the boys, happening to become ill, was at once placed in a room by himself where he used to sit all day. On one occasion, as he was being visited by the doctor, he suddenly started up from his seat and affirmed that he had heard somebody crying. The doctor, of course, who could hear or see nothing, came to the conclusion that the illness had slightly affected his brain. However, the boy, who appeared quite sensible, still persisted that he heard someone crying. And furthermore, he said, It is the banshee, as I've heard it before. The following morning, the headmaster received a telegram saying that the boy's brother had been accidentally shot dead. Oh my god. Yikes. That's that's not a that's not a fun story. That, that's, that's a big sad. yikes from me, dog. I know that's <laughs> yikes <freaking> from <laughs> me, dog. That's a big yikes from me, dog. It's pretty scary, huh? Yeah. Alright, so this final story that we were gonna recount to you guys is uh it's a story about a man named O'Neill on his yacht. And you know what? I think the rest of it is explained in the story, you know. So All let's right, just cool. go, let's get into it, baby. The Banshee is not confined within the geographic limits of Ireland, but she can follow the fortunes of a family abroad and therefore foretell their deaths, which is supported in the following story. Jer, can you take it away? Alrighty, so a party of visitors were gathered on the deck of a private yacht on one of the Italian lakes, you know, one of them, I don't know. Um, And during a lull in the conversation, uh, the colonel, who was, you know, like on the ship with everybody, he said to the owner of the ship, Count, who's that queer-looking woman you have on board? And the Count replied, (laughs) Why why is her haircut like that? No. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. uh, The The Count replied that there was nobody (laughs) except the ladies present and the stewardess, but the speaker protested that he was correct. And suddenly, with a scream of horror, he placed his hands before his eyes and exclaimed, Oh my god, what a face! For some time, he was overcome with terror, and at length reluctantly looked up and cried, Thank heavens it's gone! What was it? (laughs) asked the Count. Nothing, human! replied 
Well, nothing human, replied the colonel. Nothing belonging to this world. It was a woman of no earthly type, with a queer shape, gleaming face, a mess of red hair, and eyes that could have been beautiful but for their expression, which was hellish. She had on a green hood, after the fashion of an Irish peasant. An American lady present suggested that the description tallied with that of the banshee, upon which the Count said, I am an O'Neill, at least I am a descendant from one. My family name is, as you know, Anilcini, which little more than a century ago was O'Neill. My great-grandfather served in the Irish Brigade, and on its dissolution at the time of the French Revolution, had the good fortune to escape the good massacre of officers. And in company with an O'Brien and a Maguire, not Toby, fled across the frontier and and settled in Italy. On his death, his son, who had been born in Italy and was far more Italian than Irish, changed his name to a Nilsini, by which name the family has been known ever since. But for all that we are, we are Irish. The banshee was yours then, ejaculated the colonel. What exactly does it mean? (laughs) It means, the count replied solemnly, the death of someone very nearly associated with me. Pray heaven... It is not my wife or my daughter. On that score, however, his anxiety was speedily removed, for within two hours he was seized by a violent attack of angina pectoris and died before morning. What's angina pectoris? (laughs) Some heart thing, I think. Okay, it is the uh, medical term. I'm going to read it as the counter, right? Angina pectoris is a medical term for chest pain or discomfort due to coronary heart disease. It occurs when the heart muscle doesn't get as much blood as it needs. This usually happens because one or more of the heart's arteries is narrowed or blocked, also called ischemia. So he knew that it was a banshee. I See, I don't know. Is it like the chicken and the egg? Like, did he die because he saw the banshee or did the banshee kill him? You know, Dude. like, is it because he like saw the Banshee and he just got so terrified that he was like, oh, well, I'm going to die. And so he died. I mean, maybe, I mean, he was in Italy, so maybe he contracted coronavirus on the ship and <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, yeah. it's, it is, uh, it's true. Like did him thinking, oh my God, the family history, Ireland, the Banshee contribute to killing him or was it something else? Uh, but who knows? You know, we, we do what we, what, all we have is the story with which we can make of it what we may. All right. <laughs> well, I guess that kind of covers all the information that we have. But uh, what, yeah. do, do you guys believe in the Banshee? You know, I, okay, so like the other cryptids one we did, there was a lot more like folklore on how the person was created, like how the cryptid was created. Yeah. This one, it's just, this seems like there's no, it doesn't really tell you how a Banshee comes into being, which... Makes it a little bit harder to... Bo- it seems more like it's like a spirit or like a, a yeah. master of the underworld or like something. It doesn't seem like they're made as much as they like have always been. And you know, I don't think this one's aliens. I don't think this one's aliens. I think this is... I think this is some person. like mother... This this is some like mother earth aliens. You know what I mean? Like these are, these are our people. Mm. They were from yeah. this world. Um... But yeah, I, I believe in some spirits that can sense death. I mean, even animals can tell if like, uh, you know, like um, if you're sick, like like my uh, my family members, whenever they've been sick in the past, before they knew they were sick, um, like 
animals would be like really close to them and like watching over them more than normal. Uh, and then they'd go mm. to the doctor and find out that they had like something seriously wrong with them uh, health wise. Um, so scary. I think there is something, uh, I think, I think it's, I, you know what? I, I, I buy it. I buy it. I, I don't know if I Darren give it a five star it. review on Amazon, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I, I, I believe, right. I believe in some form of a banshee. All right. Kevin like is you. with it. Kevin is with it. All right. Uh, Matt, how do you feel? Um, I feel like, uh, I, I love the story. I love Irish mythology. God, it's so cool. Um, a lot of fun stuff for sure, dude. I, I do wonder, you know, if it was an owl or kind of going like picking back, piggybacking off of Kevin. What if it was like, you know, animals have this second sense, whether like we're going to die. So maybe this screech was really just some sort of animal that maybe, I don't know, was tuned into something that humans weren't. Yeah. Maybe no, similar to that, know. like that, that um, uh, Patronus that that one guy saw in the woods. Of that dear thrillness. I feel like Jeremy's about to drop the mother of all bombs and theories. No, dude, I don't don't overestimate. I think this is a simple. This is a simple <laughs> week. <laughs> no, I do think like the stories of like um, the the stuff in the rivers, and that kind of you know getting killed in the sheet and getting caught up and and the banshees actually doing the murdering. I don't feel strongly that I, I believe that kind of thing but the idea that it's this kind of like warning because you know that idea of like you know before you die your whole life flashes before you or things like that and you know people say that when they watch a family member die you know they, they actually you can see what makes them them like the soul the spirit right you see it leave and so in many ways, like it's almost like an affirming experience of the afterlife of things beyond this kind of physical existence that we, you know, that we live in. And for that reason, I actually do, but I, I can believe the warnings, you know, and just the screams. And it's like maybe it's just some kind of embodiment of like maybe like guardian angels, right? Where it's like an embodiment of somebody that passed before you that cares about you or something and they just kind of give a little warning when when something's happening like maybe it's out of <laughs> compassion maybe it's out of love and it just you know? doesn't come out right it's like it's it's meant to be like stay strong through this and it comes out yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because their souls are in such anguish it's like uh it's like a paul revere one if by land two if by sea but for the banshee it's it's two if if two if one if for sister two if for cousin right and the banshee's like <laughs> oh my god yeah i just try to <laughs> it's like wait was that one or three and dude i think i think you're gonna die <laughs> like, oh no god. no no i think it was two i think it's two it's for my cousin it's for my cousin Aww. um but uh yeah so that's my that's my banshee theory and as to why it affects the irish right specifically i'm gonna go ahead and say because they've had so much specific suffering and so many things have hit them unexpectedly, and so now someone's in their corner, just trying to just trying to give them a little bit of a heads up, even if it's just a few hours, you know. And uh, yeah. <laughs> we hey, have by shit the way, on the ah! Irish so much this broadcast. <laughs> I'm pretty but sure dude, Irish is my only bloodline I can track too. Yeah, dude, I'm Wait, pretty no, sure. No, you're fucking Navajo. I'm <laughs> Cherokee and Irish, so basically I was born to be an alcoholic. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty Ooh. sure all three of us. I, I'm pretty sure all three of us have Irish blood, you know. Yes. So it's funny, like we all. Yeah. 
are shitting on them so much comes from there. No, <laughs> you can't you can't shit on yourself, man. You know, it's physically yeah, impossible. You know, your anus doesn't work that way. <laughs> God damn it, Jeremy. Uh, but um, unless you have pants, unless you're wearing tight pants, then you can shit on yourself on accident, but you know. Yeah. But I'm in fucking boxers today, baby. If you know what I'm saying. You're not wearing any pants right now, are you? Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Damn well, that it, ends Jeremy. our podcast. Um, everyone stay safe uh, my name is Matthew McKay you can follow us on Mysteries of Histories we release some good content um, and uh, yeah stay safe on Instagram out there. on Instagram we, on Instagram yeah sorry um, stay safe out there because we have uh, a lot of things that can kill you uh, we got coronavirus and we've got 18 inches of ghost flesh out there <laughs> you never know when it's going to be hunting for you there's people that are going to seek those 18 inches now they're like what do you mean scared, be scared of it I've <laughs> I hope to summon it. <laughs> their, eye, their ears perk up. Huh? They're just going to walk around Banshee screaming, hoping it'll attract them. Yeah. Hello. That'd be a good skit, huh? Just a fucking, that would be a good skit. Oh my God. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm uh, Jeremy. Thanks for listening at Not Funny Funny Guys. Stay safe out there. I freaking, I turned 27 on Friday, so I'm trying to like, I'm trying to put together like a little video like on on just the idea of rebirth and like positivity and if you've been having a rough time, you know what I mean? Maybe look up for that, you know? Hopefully it'll help put, put some warmth in your heart. And uh mm. yeah, I know it sounds a little weird to be saying cuz you know, every aspect of our creativity like Matt works on his books and his scripts and Kevin his video games and like it feels weird to be talking about those ideas in the podcast like this. But you know what? We're all just one person, baby. We have myriad interests and you do too and honor that and embrace that and I love you. That was damn. That was beautiful. That was <laughs> gay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Gay Lord. Uh, gay Lord Jeremy. Uh, fucker. Looking for dick, uh, dick, 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 dick. Dating that 18 inch cock. Uh, and I mean, my name's Kevin. You can uh, try house on Twitch and YouTube uh, and just other social media platforms. I do Rocket League uh, mainly, and then I throw in a variety game every now and then. Um, but yeah. You guys are you stay you stay sexy. All right, yeah. Dick. Dick. Dick 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 d